welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Parshas Kairach, the ability to influence. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha, we know the main event is the whole idea that Korach got a whole team of people together and went up against Moshe Rabbeinu and said, how come you're taking all the honor to yourself and to your family, etc. But I want to discuss in depth is what was really pushing Koirach to do what he did. In fact, Chazal tell us that it was Koirach's wife who instigated this whole rebellion against Moshe. And it was also the wife of On ben Pelet who saved his life by preventing him from becoming involved in that rebellion. This is brought down in the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daf Kuftes Amud Beis. And the Gemara concludes, quoting the Pasuk in Mishlei, the wisdom of woman can establish her home, and the foolish woman destroys it with her own hands. So you see this idea that a woman has a very significant, a very significant influence on the husband. A similar concept can be found in Berish Yisraba, Yud Zayin Zayin, where Chazal bring down the story of a righteous tzaddikim couple who eventually got divorced, and they each married someone wicked. The, the tzaddikist woman married a wicked man, and the righteous man married a wicked woman. In the end, the Midrash Shabbat tells us that it was the righteous woman that was able to transform her wicked husband into a tzaddik, and the wicked wife transformed the tzaddik into an evil man. And the Midrash says, bottom line, this is how the Midrash itself concludes, that all depends on the woman. Again, you see this idea where the woman have an incredible, influential power. We then see the similar, again, another idea, that in a similar vein, we see that there's a famous Pasuk in Shmois, that HaKadosh Baruch says, Thus you shall say to base Yaakov and tell Bnei Israel, which is a famous Pasuk in Shmois, Terek, Yutes, Pasuk Gimel, that Hashem told Moshe, Rashi brings down the Mechilta, and if you look carefully in Siftei Chachamim, it explains over there that the Torah was first given to the woman. Beis Yaakov represents, as we all know, the woman. The Torah was first given to the woman. The Marsha even goes more extreme to say that was given to the woman, and then the woman gave it over to the man. And if you look carefully in Midrash Rabbah over there, it says three different reasons why HaKadosh Buhu gave it to the woman. First, one of the main reasons the Midrash Rabbah says that Kodesh Buhu gave the Torah first to the woman is because women are more enthusiastic in their fulfillment of mitzvahs. This is in Shmois Rabbah, Terek Kafches. So one can see this very evident, reoccurring theme that a woman can have a very persuasive impact. And the question is why? Where is it coming from? So I'd like to suggest, based on based on uh, all these midrashim and based on the fact that I spoke with with also Rab Davidovich and others about this topic, that it's the amazing, unique combination that a woman, that a woman has between the emotional connection to Hashem as well as bringing things into practicality. And I will explain. To give a background information, we know that a person, when he is married, 
only then he is called an Adam. Just like when HaKadosh Buhu created Adam, he, they were created together, Adam and Chava, and only afterwards they were split. But once we reconnect, that's called a complete person. Why? Because everyone, although everyone possesses also the emotional connection to Hashem, which is basically through the heart, and also through our mind we connect to Hashem, but it's known that the man got more more percentages of of being over the Hashem with the mind, whereas the woman got the kalim, the tools to do to do so more in percentages through the heart. And one needs both, as we know, it's expressed in tefillin. We have tefillin shiliad keneged alev, and also tefillin shilrosh keneged armoyach, our mind. Meaning, Hakadosh Baruch gave to to an ish to the man something a lot more percentage in pure intellect the crystallization of the abstract truth as opposed to the woman is more based on the function of the heart and emotional sensitivity to information both of these aspects are critical for us to maximize our potential to establish a connection to HaKadosh Buch lead a Torah life and bring up a family in the way of a Torah life however I would like to suggest that the bigger impact can come from a, from a woman because what has more of an effect of a person is through the heart and not through the mind. And usually that's a harder job to do. We know, like we say in Alein L'Shabach, it's one thing to know that Hashem runs the world. But to live it, to live through life like that, that you really feel it in your heart, that's a lifetime journey. That's the Yom, but you have to bring it to your heart. We see a similar concept about Leitzanus. Leitzanus is joking around. Joking around about stuff is a very bad thing. That's one of the groups that HaKadosh Buhu despises. Chashmal is an acronym for all the, the categories of groups that HaKadosh Buhu despises. One of them is Tovri Lashon Hava. One of them Chanifa. One of them is Shekel. And one of them is the Lamed is for Leitzanus. Why is it so bad? The Lamdus, the deepness in this concept is because... It bypasses the mind and affects the heart. And that's a dangerous thing. Because you might end up doing foolish things without really noticing through your mind that you're actually doing it. However, one should use that koyach in a positive way. For example, Litsanus Davoidazola is muto. And that represents that if you use if you use affecting someone directly to his heart but for good things, that's allowed. Like to be oikil, to uproot the idea of Avoidazala. That's an amazing thing. That's that's muto to do. More than that, we see how the heart has an effect because a while ago we said a it happens to be last week's parsha that it says one should not go with his heart and let it lead you astray. On the other hand, when you look at Rashi, he quotes a midrash. The midrash says ha'ain ha'ain The first the eye see and then the heart wants wants something, wants a certain taiva. But the Pasuk said in the opposite order. It says, don't, go, don't follow your hearts. And only then it says, after your eyes. So what's going on? So the famous answer we gave is that because perception is reality. If your heart is a certain way, then it's going to perceive the reality in whichever way it wants to perceive it. And that's why the heart has more of an effect. And who has more to affect the heart, to be mashpia on the heart? A woman. 
together with that, she has the ability to bring things into practicality. And that's an unbelievable combination. That's why we know it says, Al titosh simecha. Which Torah are you going to be connected to and not leave? That's your mother's Torah. Why? Because the husband's job, based on Chazal and Midrash Rabbah, and the, the, the job of a husband is to bring, bring the raw materials home. Also in Gashmias, also in physical stuff, and also in Ruchnias, in spirituality. When it comes to Gashmias, the male brings down, he's the provider, he brings money or the food, but the, the mother takes it and creates, creates out of the f- food, she creates something that's edible to eat. She cooks, she makes the, the food for, and nurtures the, the family. Also in spirituality, the, the man comes home and gives the theoretical hashkafa halachic advice or the rulings, and the woman knows how to adapt it, take it, and apply it to situations and give over to the kids. That's exactly what Bina is all about. Bina is to break things down and give it into practicality. As we know, the Gemara Nida says, that greater understanding Bina was given to women. This understanding is to break things into parts, into pieces, isolate them, and bring it into practicality by giving it over to, to, to the family and bringing up the kids. And that's why the Gemara Brachas Tafid Zainamud Beis says that Nashim B'mai Zachyan, how are they going to merit Oilam Abba? By ensuring that the husbands go to learn and that uh, and the kids go to Talmud Torah to learn Torah in their youth. Because the woman's effect will forever last because it's in the heart. And that is why also the word Bina is similar to the word Boina, to build. To, because the woman, that's what she does. She builds with the raw materials that the husband gives. Be it fabrics, she, she creates clothes for the family. Be it food, be it, be it the halacha and the shkafa values that the husband brings home. Ad kerekach the Gemara and Yuma, not far from the Daf Yomi, Samech Vavamud Beis tells the story of a woman who once entered the base midrash and asked a question concerning the different death penalties that are appropriate for the sin of worshiping the golden calf. And she was told to go home and return to her weaving. Why? For a woman's wisdom is more connected to weaving. The question begs itself, well, what's going on over here? So the Mepharshim explain that the question was a totally theoretical nature and had no practical bearing. Such question and analysis of the Torah, that's the job of the, of, that's the domain of the man. But the woman's unique wisdom, by contrast, by contrast is like weaving, which is, she's creating something, something that's non-functional, she transforms it into a functional garment. This is the whole essence of what we're saying over here, that that's the woman's job is to create things and break it down and give it over to the kids. That amazing, incredible, awesome combination of bringing things into practicality by also affecting the heart has more of an effect. We know when two, two speakers come to, to talk and one is way more intellectual, stimulating and convincing, another and the other one has amazing stories and he really takes you by the heart. The latter is the one that has more of an effect, especially in long term, which stays. Everyone remembers emotional impacts they had when they were a kid. They are way more influential. And that's why, with this, we want to answer that the uniqueness of a woman, that she has way more influence, and this is exactly what happened also with Koch and also with On Ben Pelet. I also saw that Rav Zevlev quotes Rav Elchanan Vasoman, that writes, there is the wisdom of the heart, 
and not the abstract wisdom that the man possesses, that in the final analysis determines whether a person in fact follows the right path or not. And that's exactly why the Torah says, says Rabbi Khanon, that's exactly why the Torah says to ensure that we don't follow our hearts in the wrong way. Because that can easily affect us and bypass our minds. Perhaps this is also the reason that if we look in history, we see that the women always stayed loyal to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They, were, they didn't sin in not in Chet HaEgel, not in Chet HaMeraglim, etc. And also, Bishut Nashim Tzidkanius, we were also saved in, in Mitzrayim. I would like to end with two short stories, very short stories, that perhaps represent this idea. The late Gary Rebbe once told Rabbi Yecheskel Sarna that the greatest Torah personality in the previous generation was not the Chafetz Chaim, nor the previous Gary Rebbe, but Tafka, the founder of Beis Yaakov. Rebbe Shiner, for without her efforts, all of these doilim would not have been on the same level. Similarly, when a, c- a certain city had limited resources and they should and they asked the Chazunish if they, f- f- if they should first build a base Yaakov or a yeshiva for the boys, the Chazunish replied to build the base Yaakov. Why? For the same reason we're saying over here. They're the more influential and without women dedicated to Torah and affecting all of our hearts, there would be no use for... They're, they're all, uh, it, had, it would have a major negative impact on the yeshivas. Yiratzon, that we take this idea that women possess and try also to apply it to men, and as much as we can, influence our families and our homes through also the heart, not only the mind, because we know that can have a more influential bearing. I would like to end with a story of a family I'm pretty close to, and they just had a chasana over here in Eretz Yisrael, and I went to it the other day. It was actually yesterday, last night, and it was amazing to see because the the family was not religious, and they became religious, and the father's still not religious. The mother's religious, and the grandmother's religious, and you can see how emotional they were and how in touch and connected to HaKadosh Buhu. And you mamash saw, I heard people talking in the wedding, and they say, despite the fact that the father's so disconnected from religion, he wasn't willing to wear a, a kippah, a yarmulke for the wedding, but you see the unbelievable, immense influence that the mother and grandmother had on this chas, on this son, that he was so into it, he was so into it, you could see he was, he was like a shining beam and how he was connected to Hashem, and how many brachas he gave it to everyone, and everything was, the whole wedding was, was around Simcha and Torah. that we take this idea with us, and we'll be able to influence not only ourselves and our families, but also everyone around us. Have a good Shabbos. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Dramasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismaofTorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Ali Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibach, Yonah, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai, Doyf, Yisrael, Isaac, Ben Moshe.